Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. This is episode one in which we will be discussing the importance of family, how social media portrays family, and our platforms like TikTok and YouTube twisting the concept of a normal family. We will also be discussing the issues surrounding these platforms and how are they influencing the youth today. Since family channels on YouTube and TikTok are influencing the youth, today we have a guest speaker who is in fact a teen and watches content from the TikTok platform. So would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Jeriani and I am 13. So how often do you say that you watch content from TikTok and why would you watch it? Uh, I would watch it half of the day. And the reason why I watch it is because it's a main source of the internet and I can see what's happening because it also gives me information on what's happening outside of my house that I can't find in like YouTube or anything like that. Do you find yourself that this information is correct most of the time or do you find it that it is reliable uh, in my opinion, no, because it, I remember like a few days ago, it said someone died and it wasn't true. She posted like three minutes ago on Instagram. So bringing up the family topic, what does family mean to you? I know that family for me means like my immediate family, but it could also mean my friends. Like I consider them my family as well. So what do you consider as family? Family is a person you're related to that you could go to anywhere, but I mainly don't have a strong connection with my family members like that. So I can't really say much about them. So I'm pretty sure that you've seen family channels as like, for example, the Ace family and the Prince family. In my opinion, I feel like they do twist the reality of family because since they have the power of editing and when they could turn on the camera, when they could turn off the camera, they could put out content that they feel is perfect to the viewer. and. I feel like it twists the minds of little kids because I know little kids watch these kinds of content creators and they think like, oh, why is my family not like that? Do you feel like, do you agree with this or do you feel otherwise about these certain content creators? Uh, yeah, I agree with you because just like the Ace family, they have the power to edit and turn off the cameras. Like, I heard that the parents from the Ace family were having problems and that uh, one of their videos, supposedly their house was broken into, but they staged the whole thing just for entertainment. And that is something that a lot of, like, content creators do. They put out, like, clout-chasing content to get views and AdSense money and put on to their empire that they already established. So bouncing off the idea of family, we're gonna talk about the pros and cons of our own family. And with this segment, we're gonna bring up another guest speaker, which his name is Eric. And we're just gonna go right into that. So for me, 
a pro could be um, a pro could be that my family is willing to give up anything for one another, especially my own parents. Jerry, what is pro con for yourself? A pro for me is like whatever we do with each other, we all support each other equally. And the pro for me would be that we each support each other and we create a foundation for our values and beliefs. Uh, another pro in my family is that like each person has a label. So for example, my brother, I could go to him for advice. My mom, she could teach me new things. And for my dad, he could teach me of his past life uh, in El Salvador and it becomes the foundation and it helps me remember where my roots come from. And that's the great thing about families. You rely on one another and when you need support. That I completely agree. Like I do find with certain family members, I could go to them for certain things that I may not be able to go to another one. Okay, so now we're going to go into the cons of family. The con about my family is that my siblings and I, there is like a big age gap between us. So, since I don't really live with them and they had their own life set out, I don't, I couldn't really grow up with them in a way that maybe some other individuals could grow up with them. But I could also find that as a positive because since they already are adults, well, older than me, I could go to them for advice that maybe I couldn't go to someone who was my age. Uh, what's a con for you guys? Uh, one con for me and my family is like if we're arguing about something and I bring facts or like I talk back, it's considered disrespect to them. And like I don't really get enough privacy in the household. If I lock my doors in the daytime, they come in and they just stay in my room for a little while and leave and tell me not to lock my doors. And one con on my side would be jealousy and greed. I know for my mom, she's had issues with my dad's side of the family where they talked, um, got, where they gossiped behind her back and she didn't really like it. And so when we went to these family parties, it would create tension. And the tension wasn't really good to build relationships with my aunts and uncles. Um, do you believe your background has to contribute to these pros and cons that maybe someone from another race or another ethnicity may not have the same pros and cons? Uh, yeah, because every time I don't satisfy my mom, uh, she would always say to me, oh, wait till you go to El Salvador or like, oh, I was, I was already working at 11. She would always like be like, try to be more superior than me. And yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I believe that the, the motherland that your parents come from, it, it, they lived in a, they grew up in a culture that's different than America. So their traditions don't align with ours. So it may cause friction. I completely agree. I've been told so many times that 
oh, I've, I already had two kids when I was your age. I already been working since I was like six years old. Okay, so do you think that your family's beliefs or the way that they grew up has an effect on the way that you are growing up? As in, like I know when I was growing up, I wasn't able to go to like sleepovers because just because my mom didn't view that as like okay to her she didn't want me to do it so i missed out on a lot of things growing up with my friends that i was to the point where i wasn't being invited to stuff because they know i weren't i wasn't gonna go so can you guys um uh, can you guys relate to that or yeah i can relate to that a lot because like in like like in other countries like the female is lower than the male so in my family if my brother did something he would like get praised and stuff like he would like like he's in the army right now and like we they did everything for him but like i know if i was in the army then they would they wouldn't do the same things that uh they he uh my parents would do for him like okay so what you're trying to say is that in like the countries that were like our parents come from like the women had that like norm of being the housewife in a way and like mm -hmm. since we have like a different mentality here in america where like anybody is free to be like what they want yeah since they still have that mentality that they're over there mm -hmm. they're they have a different like mindset than we do yeah, I think it, it also depends on, like, their age. Since my parents are older, uh, they would think, like, yeah, I should be a housewife. But I know that, like, my uh, my cousin who has a whole family, he has a whole different perspective because he was, he was raised in a different year. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you guys, and I completely agree, uh, can relate to Jacqueline's point. Um, when I was younger, I was playing out in this church right next to me with my friends from the neighborhood, but um, she did not let me go out uh, for most of the time, which kind of cut off me and my friends' ties, so we weren't as close as we could be. And when a friend from school would invite me to their house, she wouldn't let me because it just it wasn't normal for her so she just wouldn't let me because it's her word nothing else matters so for our last segment we're going to talk about more in depth of the social media platforms and how they are influencing and bringing up different social issues in today's society so we're going to bring up tiktok since it is more of a new platform and it's gaining worldwide success so I joined TikTok. I was pretty late to the bandwagon, so I wasn't there for the I Miss Summer TikTok era, but I joined in February, but I had a Musical.ly account. And for those who don't know, TikTok was previously Musical.ly and then it rebranded itself into being TikTok. So when did you join TikTok and why did you join TikTok? Uh, I joined TikTok when it started becoming TikTok, so like 2018, 
fall when it was going to be 2019. So, uh, TikTok, old TikTok, they call they refer like the beginning of TikTok, they refer it to old TikTok. Old TikTok is way more different from TikTok from now. Uh, TikTok from now, people are just dancing. I don't understand the hype from it because they're just dancing, lip syncing, and like it's just like. I don't understand that much because it's not really entertainment for me. But old TikTok was way more entertaining. Like, people were like painting. People were like, it's still happening, like, but like com- comedy. Yeah, where like they were, it was more funny. It was like it was more talented, and so I started me. joining because I saw it on YouTube, and then I was like, you know what? Let's just download it, and then. I started becoming addicting to it. So for me, I actually enjoy the dance is on TikTok, but what really bugs me is that people who are have more fame in the app take dances from people who are don't have as many followers and don't give credit. I know that's a big issue on the platform because I I guess the excuse is there's so many like TikToks on the platform, like the videos that you don't really know who created what. Yeah, I agree with that. I kind of get, it's kind of weird because if someone blatantly says they bring out the con, they created the dance. And for some of these dances, I see a lot of dance moves that are completely the same. So there's that with the dance portion. Then there's this, this really gets me annoyed because there's this one like surrounding joke. And it's not even a joke anymore. It's it's borderline racism. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if you've seen it, but there was this one guy on TikTok. He brought out this one video where he said something very inappropriate and then said, okay, so now that I have your guys' attention and your guys, he was talking towards Black people. And then he said, now that I got have your guys' attention, how's my form? Yeah, that TikTok. And by form he was literally he put like like a pick art of cotton and he was asking them how's his cotton picking form and i just find that so disgusting because why would why would you think that is okay have you seen the you've seen the tiktok right i've seen there's many sorts of those tiktoks i've seen all of them yeah, like there's, there's a there's, whole there's, there's a whole one segment. for each race, like for Hispanics, yeah, for Asians, people. yeah, for but mostly people, towards towards black, black people. people. Yeah, and that's very like we're still in this day and age that these kind of jokes are still being made. It's not a joke. It's not. I agree and, with you. Like. 
I don't understand. And there's this one quote from Malcolm X. I have it right here. It says, the most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. That is a quote by Malcolm X. And it still to this day is relevant because it's not even black men. Sometimes even black men degrade black women yeah back in the day like there was this like app called vine and they were mostly coming towards black women they were coming like saying oh like uh like they were doing like their stereotypical voices and like how they act like louds like that's a stereotype and like ratchet and stuff yeah there is some like i know that on on tiktok there's rosa but Mm -hmm. um for those who don't know rosa she is this um imaginary character that this man adam ray okay created and he he didn't it's like she's this stereotypic hispanic girl who everybody knows her everybody knows has a rosa in life yeah she's still called hot cheetah girl or yeah yeah so like there's this in everyone well for me like in my life there was this one girl who she was there for everybody but then she was also this like very very like i don't want to say stereotypical hispanic girl but kind of like that but that kind of content is not degrading hispanic people yeah it's not degrade. It's just saying this is relevant. And I know that a lot of you have that one person in in your life that is like this. And it, it could like it brings you back to this person like helps you out. This person um is there for you when some people aren't. They support you. You brought up cancel culture. Um, I don't think a person should yeah. be completely canceled. I don't I don't think that is humanely possible that a person could be completely canceled, but I don't think someone should still get the hype that they're getting. That's what I'm saying that TikTok is a very became a very toxic platform in which yeah. it's twisting the concept of many different ideas that we have instilled in our minds. There was this one TikTok that blew up because there was a couple and like this it's a trend on TikTok where like it, there's a sink and there's a couple of cups and each cup has water and the cup has a label so, for example, to make, uh, I don't know, cake. They you put, need, like, um, eggs and milk and... Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. But it's just water, but there's a label that says it. And I remember they were putting... Like, watermelon and stuff? like. Yeah, and, and then like, they were... like, fried chicken and kool Yeah. And, like, when I saw that, I, I like, I knew the world was like full of hate and racism but like to think someone actually thought Thought it was was okay okay yeah to do that and upload it and think they wouldn't have consequences and their college they were expelled from their college yeah 
because of it. Someone someone and, else reported them to the principal, to the yeah. dean. And then I saw like, sh- like they were like, oh, I didn't mean for this to blow up. Then why make the content? Exactly. We you and then, obviously and then, know people are gonna like blow it up if it's towards a race that is getting so much hate. Yeah, definitely. And I saw that they, the people who reported them were actually getting hate too. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, how are you going to mess with their, with their, um, their future? So a lot of colleges are doing this. Like if you're in that time period of acceptance period, then a lot of colleges will deny you because of the things that you post on social media. And that's what a lot of people don't realize, that what you post on social media is free real estate for anybody who watches it. They could save it, they could afford it, they could repost it. And that could really mess up your life. Um, So yeah, that's pretty, in summary, we're just going to summarize what we talked about. So we talked about how um, the importance of family to ourselves. And then we also talked about how social media pertains to family and Um, the pros and cons of our own family and how platforms are twisting not only the concept of a normal family but how they are twisting the concept of many ideas that we have instilled in our minds today so we're just gonna leave it there because if we go on a whole rant on tiktok that is another episode of another podcast um so if you'd like to see that then just stay tuned later on to more episodes of this podcast. 